In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. It's game day and we're at the Cleveland Browns home stadium. I'm here with Ian Wright. Ian, how's it all going? It's going good. We, uh, we're finally going to get to see the brown and orange back in First Energy Stadium for a game where you know, we're going to have more than a restricted number of fans. So it'll be good. Now, obviously, they're not going to get to see all of the, the big top mates, so to say, from the Browns out there. But at the end of the day, we're going to see a little football. We're going to see some of these guys vying for roster positions out there to fight it out against the, uh, the Giants. So looking forward to it. Ian, guess how many fans do you think will be there today? My guess is they'll probably have like thirty to 40,000. That'd be my guess. Do you have to pay for a ticket or is it free? So if you're a season ticket holder, you already have paid for it. You'll get in there with that ticket. And then you can also buy tickets. So, you know, a lot of fans who can't, you know, fortunately enough or unfortunately enough, cannot afford a ticket to a regular season game because you, know, you used to be able to get into a Browns game for about 10 or 15, 20 bucks when they were pretty bad. Now you're looking 100, 150, $200 to get into a Browns game. So an opportunity to go see the team play uh, is a preseason game. So you're not going to see any of the stars. You'll see them on the sidelines, but it is a good chance to catch a little Browns football. Yeah, um, what players are you looking forward to seeing the most? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to see uh, uh, JOK and uh, uh, defensive end Weaver. They're two people I want to keep an eye on today. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Curtis Weaver is one guy I think people are going to keep an eye on, obviously, because Clowney and Gary aren't playing. Now, what, I kind of want to take a look at the tight end room because obviously with Stiff Arm Steve out, they're not going to play Hooper or Najoku, which means we're probably going to see Harrison Bryant and um, Jordan Franks. Now, if you remember right, a few back when we were going through the draft stuff, I'd mentioned Jordan Franks a few times. His brother was a quarterback out of uh, Florida and he was down there. This is just a really athletic guy. He's big. So he's one of those guys. He made a couple of catches against Jacksonville. He's a guy I want to see what he has because now we got a little bit of a fight for that fourth tight end spot between him and Davis and a few of those guys. So it'll be interesting to see because at the end of the day, we're not really talking about starting 22 positions being on the line here. We're probably going to see less of JOK after the Jacob Phillips injury. We don't have that many linebackers. So probably going to see a little bit less of him because I think they're going to have more snaps turned up for him. So you're going to see some of these guys, you know, the, uh, the Elijah Lees, I'm sure Montreal Meander is going to get in there after being brought back. Our boy, Willie Harvey got brought back out of Iowa state. So, you know, these are some guys that I think are going to get out there and take some snaps. Any idea where Willie Harvey's been, or has he just been a, uh... Uh, uh, no team. So we, when we released him last year, I think it was in the final round of cuts. If I could be, it was definitely towards the end of August when they got in there. And then he kind of bounced around a little bit. Um, he, I don't, I'm trying to think, I don't think he went anywhere, honestly. No, I don't think he did. I think honestly, he's just been training. I, I follow him on Twitter, so I've seen a little bit of it, but he's a nice guy. I think he's a good middle linebacker in terms of, you know, guys that you can bring in like this. So, hey, no, no problem bringing him in. Let him play some snaps. Let him try to get some tape on tape on the uh, some tape so he can maybe catch on somewhere else in the league. 
Yeah, one thing I haven't been liking is uh, Schober in a Steelers uh, outfit. That so, was tough, uh, yeah. That was tough. Yeah, 45. So, uh, oh, well. But they, they uh, looked pretty good against the, uh, the Lions yesterday. The Lions are not good. Um, but I did see that the beat reporters and the media guys from the Browns were clamoring to see a little bit more of the Browns starters in the preseason because, you know, Ben and Mahomes and a few of those guys played. So personally, I'm kind of a, on the side of let's just let these guys rest. You know, as much as I would love to see number six out there and 13 and 80 and all these boys, fluke things can happen. Tweak a hamstring. I mean, if you just look at the injury report that the Browns have released, Look how many of those are just soft tissue things. You're talking about Schwartz with a hamstring, Delpit with a hamstring, Stewart with a hamstring, Takitaki with a hamstring, Hollins with a hamstring. I mean, these are all guys. There's these things now where they can almost predict hamstring and soft tissue injuries before they happen. So what happens is, is, is trainers are able to monitor to see, oh, okay, well, this guy, there's a lot of tension here. There's a lot of this there. It's kind of wild in terms of medically what they can do. But, you know, injuries that guys normally would have played through and thought, oh, that's just a little bit of an aggravation. I'll be fine. They're sitting them out today. So, you know, Taki Taki's out. Nick Harris is going to be out, which I think opens up a door for Blake Hance. You know, if you're trying to look for other guys to look for, uh, Blake Hance is a guy who's obviously fighting for that, that rotational offensive line position. So if he comes in and shows that he can be versatile in that center position, you know, obviously he played in a playoff game as a guard. Michael Dunn's a guy that they really like as well. So if we're looking for that, that kind of rotational piece, that eighth, ninth offensive lineman, Blake Hance really has an opportunity today to go out and show out. Uh, one player Ian Rappaport talked about earlier was the Giants kicker, Ryan Santoso. Do you think he'll be playing today? Yeah, I think they're going to see a lot of him. So the thing is, is, you know, their backup kicker, the reason that some of these kickers get a lot more tension is because obviously every team brings in two, right? So the Browns have in Cody Parkey and they also have Chase McLaughlin. So what happens is the Browns will probably try to keep one of them on a practice squad just in the event of COVID. But yeah, so their backup kicker, Graham Gano is the starter there. They like him. So yeah, I doubt Santoso is going to stick around if he's on the practice squad he's had a pretty good show of it so i wouldn't be surprised if the giants try to showcase him a little bit today maybe kick some long field goals and then ultimately maybe try to turn him for a late round pick if gettleman's smart he'll try to get something for him yeah okay cool uh and what do you think the score prediction is going to be um i i honestly don't think this is going to be one of the more exciting games honestly i think we're probably looking you know, maybe a 17-10, 17-13 game. There's not going to be a lot of ton of offense. I know Kyle Laletta, you know, really kind of showed out a little bit against Jacksonville, but I just see them kind of maybe taking it easy. They had a good two days of practice. I know a lot of people out there watched on the Browns YouTube channel, you know, shout out to Ken Carmen and Nathan Zagura, and then having even Joe Thomas stop in for providing that for Brown span. I thought that was pretty awesome. A guy like me out here in Chicago gets to watch the, uh, the practices, but it showed that the first team offense has the ability when they want to go in the first team defense, you know, stepped up, obviously come preseason, they may be a little bit, it may be a little bit tired. So I, I can't see made them going a hundred percent in terms of run it up score. So I'm going to go 17, 13 Browns. Yeah, I'm going to go 28, 20, I think Browns, but yeah, it could be a lot tighter, especially if, we are playing our second team, but I've got full faith. And uh, who do you think is going to start a quarterback? For us? Yeah. I think you're going to see Case Keenum for probably, maybe they might go first half Keenum, second half Loletta, because we're getting into the time now where the backup quarterbacks will not be getting a lot of reps in terms of when you start prepping for Kansas City, you know, the, the snap counts 
heavily skewed towards the starter, AKA Mr. Baker Mayfield. So this is probably between this one and the Falcons. These are going to be the last opportunities you get to see these guys. So I foresee them giving, you know, Keenum a little bit of, a little bit of work and then letting Lalata finish it off like he did against Jacksonville. Do you think um, Baker will play in the third game? No, no. If you're not going to play him in the second game where you'd give him ample time in case he rolled an ankle and stuff, I don't really see him playing him in the third game either. Especially if they know, if they know, and they're just like, you know what? Hey, he's our guy. There you go. It's crazy, hey? Um, uh, Pre-seasons have totally changed with uh, going from four to three. No first teams ever, you know? Yeah, and some teams had started adopting this, and I get it. Fans, you know, the one the one argument fans have is, like, if I buy season tickets, which, by the way, it's almost impossible now for the Browns to get, you know, for you to get Brown season tickets, which is just an absolute shocker. I mean, we talked a couple years ago, Paul, you couldn't give away tickets. And now when you buy those season tickets, they make you buy the preseason games. So they're like, well, you're making me buy these things. And then I go there and I have to watch, you know, subpar – you know, so a lot of Browns fans, they do a great thing and they donate the tickets or they give them away to people and that type of thing. So it's kind of cool to see that aspect of it. But yeah, it's not exactly the most high level football, unless you're kind of a nerd like some of us wanting to really scour the lower half of the roster to see who these guys are in the up and comers. But yeah, that's that's preseason football, baby. All right. Well, look, let's uh, let's crack on. And uh, yeah. I look forward to uh, doing a post-game show with you, mate. Now, about... real quick, Paul, I have to ask. Have you got a chance to see the the still shots of Troy Hill's uh, boxing match with Sterling Shepard? Mate, did someone get arrested? I heard it somewhere online that they got arrested for it. Was it that bad? No, no, no. It wasn't that bad, but it was kind of funny. There was a lot of praise and talk that the Browns and the Giants got out with any really big skirmishes. Even though if you followed a couple of the Giants beat reporters, they thought the Browns players were being a little bit chirpy and a little bit physical. But yeah, a few minutes after practice, they decided to square up. And uh, Troy Hill, I, I think we we got to send him in to see our boy Stipe Miocic because his hands were looking a little loose there. And he's got to be careful with that wrist. It was a little open. We need him to close those wrists off if he's going to throw any punches. But they were smart enough to not have helmets on. So I give him credit for that. But I'm going with a, a 6.5 in terms of fighting style for Troy Hill. Yeah, I'm uh, from the photos. Look like World War Two, but uh, yeah. <laughs> now, right, look, at, le- hey, at least we're better than the the fight that broke out in the stands in the Steelers Stadium because you know it's preseason football and we got haymakers flying all over out there. Yeah. Well, look, uh, I'm going to finish up by saying, go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs>